You are listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zare. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to episode 14 of Build a Brain. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time for you to build your own brain or maybe a child who you love or maybe some teenager that you're mentoring or maybe someone that you work with that maybe you're a teacher or maybe in the workplace. It really doesn't matter. We all can work at becoming better thinkers and better learners by listening to this podcast and realizing that there are 28 beautiful cognitive skills, thinking skills, building blocks that as we become aware of them, our brain can work better. So today on episode 24, we're going to tackle a big one. Are you ready? All right, this one is being aware of time. It's one of the common issues that parents bring us here at the MindCap Center, where I'm the director of, where parents, I'll say, how do they do with when you tell your daughter that you're going to leave in five minutes? How's she doing with getting ready to go out the door? And they just start laughing. (laughs) They're like, no, it doesn't happen. We go to her room and she hasn't done a thing to get ready. Well, you're, we're in good company, okay? People that struggle with time management. Albert Einstein, he was that guy that, you know, studied time and space, relativity, all of that stuff. He said this was one of the most difficult abstract concepts for the human brain to wrap its little head around. So we're in good company. If Albert Einstein said this was a tough one. Time is a very abstract concept. It's what the clock says. That's quoting Albert Einstein. It's what the clock says. That's what time is. So what I'm talking about here is not learning how to tell time. Uh, We can do that with, you know, with a clock and learning what 24 hours is and everything. This is more about how many tasks do I have to get done today? How much time do I think each one of them will take? And can I get them all done? So I think you'll agree with me that we'll start the day with, I've got four things that are really important that I get done today. And at the end of the day, I only got two of them done. And I thought I was going to get all four done. So this happens so easily because we don't always predict accurately how much time something's going to take. Plus, we all go down bunny trails. We get started on a task and we get sidetracked. Or we get so deep into the task that we go digging and finding more research or doing more with it than we ever imagined that we were going to do. So this is just okay to understand that everything can't always work the way you want it when it comes to time. So how do we help 
ourselves or help someone else? Well, by being aware and starting with this idea of I'm not managing time, is it a matter of you're not managing time or you're not managing the tasks? So it could be one or it could be the other. Um, so if it's a task management thing, you've got to decide each day what's the most important thing that I need to get done today. So here's how I, how I decided to do it years ago. I would have something that I would put on my planner and I, believe it or not, I am old school. I keep a paper planner. I know some of you may be shocked. All right. I'm going to show it to you. Here it is. Ready? Here it is. Look, old school. Each one is a day. Okay. So each one is a day. And when I take, and I write in pencil because heaven forbid I use ink because you can't really ink. So I use pencil so that I can change things real easily. But every day I have a couple things that I tell myself my head does not get to hit the pillow if these things aren't done. And you don't want more than one or two of those. You don't want a list of 10 things. You've got to prioritize every day what is the most important thing that today my head will not hit the pillow if it's not done. And every once in a while, I've had to get out of bed because I've realized, oh, wait a minute. I said I was going to do that today, and it wasn't that big a deal. I can get it done in 10 minutes. Jeannie, get up, go get it done. So your planner is a place that you can write things. Again, I, I really, really advocate if you're managing tasks and managing time, that you go out and buy that old school paper planner. There's quite a bit of research that indicates when you write something with your hand, your brain goes, huh, this must be important because you took the time to write it. When we do this and just punch it into our, our, um, our calendar on our phone, and then we depend upon the 15 minute alarm I did that. I was at a workplace where I had to do a digital planner for everything. And for three years, I couldn't keep track of all my appointments because I was waiting on a digital planner to tell me I needed to be at a meeting in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But when I lay out my whole week and I've written it myself, I can visualize all five days in my head because I wrote it in. Now, do I also keep a digital one? Yep, yep. My MindCap team, we have a, a, a cloud-based calendar. So I have to keep two calendars and I have to justify them, rectify them, make sure that they match each other. But it's worth it to me to put them in both places. The, uh, the cloud planner is so my team knows what I'm doing and where they can find me but my paper planner is for my head so that I know where I need to be and what I have going on that day. So that those are some of my recommendations. Oh, here's now for parents. For you with younger children, get an old school monthly calendar, you know, that's got the horses at the top or the puppies or kitties, whatever your kiddo is, their favorite thing in the world. If they're a skateboarder, get them a skateboarder calendar. 
put it where they can see it. And it maybe could be on the back of their bedroom door. If they have a desk in their bedroom, it could be above their desk. Or you could have a calendar that's near the refrigerator or on a kitchen wall for the whole family. But as young as five years old, those kiddos should be looking at the days of the week and you go and look, Friday's the day that we're going to go to the park. Or Saturday, remember grandma's coming over on Saturday and they write it on the calendar. They draw little pictures to represent something special that they're going to do. Have them participate in keeping a calendar at a very, very young age. Children live in this whirlwind of your craziness. Let me say that again. Children live in a whirlwind of your craziness and they have no idea what's going on. And then you, you wonder why they act so confused. Well, it's because you're just saying, hey, get your book bag. Did you have your shoes on? Did you brush your teeth? You didn't eat breakfast yet. It's time to go. Didn't you know it's time to go to school? Did you do your homework? I don't think you did your homework yet, did you? Right? We're just yakking at them and telling them to do all these things. But they don't know why. Because... Nobody has laid out what the week looks like for them. So even a five-year-old can start having a concept of five days I go to school, two days I stay home. One of those days I go to church, maybe. One of those days I go to my, my, my aunt's house, whatever it is, or if they, especially if mom and dad are divorced, oh my goodness, now you really need a calendar. What days do I go to dad's? What days do I go to mom's? Help them understand this idea of a calendar, days, and where do I go when? So that they don't have this sense of just living in this whirlwind of this adult craziness. I'm just amazed at all the parents that I talk to, we've got about 50 clients a week coming through the MindCap Center. So I talk to a lot of parents and, and oh my goodness, so much, so much on the plate. Moms and dads that work different shifts, uh, single moms, single dads, children with maybe three, four, five kids in the family. One or two of them are on traveling sports teams. One or two have special needs and are in, is in a wheelchair. So much that has to be handled. So I, I feel you. I, I get that. So I want you to be able to manage time in a way that it isn't quite so crazy. The other thing that you can try to do is just slow down and breathe a little bit and help whoever you're trying to help in this journey, whether it's another adult or a child that you're helping build a brain or if it's your own, is it's okay to slow down and breathe a little bit. I was feeling the pressure this morning of a lot going on. I knew I was going to do all these podcasts today with Kibway and I'm like, oh man, I got so much. I'm like, wait a minute. Be still, know that I am God. I love that that psalm, that that verse from the Bible. Just be still, Jeannie. Just be at peace. There's nothing that I need to rush around and have other people feel my anxiety or my feeling of having to push hard. 
So just breathe, slow down a little bit, and take what is coming today with a smile and a deep breath and roll with it. And know that there's 24 hours in the day. What you don't get done today, there's probably gonna be tomorrow. So let's see if there's some questions I can give you, all right, to mediate or self-mediate a sense of time. How much time do I estimate it'll take to complete this task? And then check yourself. Go, I think it's going to take 20 minutes. Let's see if it does or not. Should I back plan this lengthy task? Back planning is a powerful tool. If you want to have a big event, let's say your son is going to graduate from high school this year and on June 20th, you're having a big graduation party and he's got a lot of friends. It's going to be huge. And it's the first time you've ever done one. So you think on June 20th, it's going to be this big party. What does that party look like? What do you want to see happening? And then you back plan it. What would I be doing the day before? What would I be doing two days before? What would I be doing a week before? What would I be doing two weeks before? How about a month before? So you take about five or six steps, but you back plan it. Instead of starting here and trying to imagine, what do I do first? What do I do first to get ready for this big event? No, project yourself into the big event and just close your eyes and imagine you're looking around. Is it in the yard? Are there tables of food? Are there games? Is there a guest book? Is there a photo booth? I don't know. Whatever it looks like, imagine it, and then start back planning to figure out what would I be doing the day before, a week before, a month before. Help change my planning immensely to this idea of back planning. All right. Which important tasks should I prioritize because they require more time? Do you want to do the things that only take a little bit of time first and knock them off, get them out of the way? Or do you want to do the big ones so that you feel like, ha, ah, because I have the big heavy one done, now it'll be fun to do the little short ones. Up to you. But think about what works for you. Do I need a different or a better planner to manage my time? So do you want to consider going to paper pencil? It's kind of fun to go to the office supply stores and look at what they've got or go online. Um, I've used the same one now, I think for four years because I have finally found the planner. If you want to know, email me and I'll tell you the one I use if you want to know. Am I in charge of me and my time? Am I in charge of me and my time? Or am I allowing someone else to tell me what to do and when to do it? Up to you. Do you want to be the person in charge or do you want somebody else dictating how you spend your time? And maybe you're in a place where you do need somebody else that says, oh, here's where you need to be today. You know, you've got an administrative assistant that tells you where to be when. Okay. Or is it that you're allowing someone to tell you where to be and you wish you had more control of your time and tasks? Again, 
up to you. Just gut level questions you need to ask so that you can do a better job of managing time. So again, this is Dr. Jeannie Zare. This is, was episode number 14, being aware of time, a very important block for you to build your brain with. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you'll share it with, with other friends and family that you know could learn from this as well. And remember, please leave a five-star review. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mindcap.com. That's www.mindcap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. Their specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a new brain. We'll see you next time.